The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Happy Valentine's Day, but alas, St. Valentine is not on the Universal Church calendar. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, February 14th, 2023, Tuesday of the sixth week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Cyril and Methodius. Not as famous as St. Valentine, but Cyril and Methodius represent the strength of Christian love as the strong bond of brotherly love of these two men strengthened them as they spread Christianity among the Slavic peoples of Europe. They were born in the early 9th century in Thessalonica. Cyril was sent on his first missionary expedition east on his own. Methodius became an abbot of a monastery. The brothers were sent together on a mission to Moravia at the request of the Prince of Moravia. Now, Moravia had recently converted to Christianity, but the people needed more instruction in the faith. Cyril and Methodius went there and spread the faith, and they even created a new alphabet to write down the Slavic language. This original alphabet still exists as modern Cyrillic, named after Cyril himself. The brothers worked to bring Christianity to the Slavs in their native tongue, They translated the liturgy and most books of the Bible into the Slavonic language. Cyril died in 869 in Rome. Methodius died several years later in 885 after serving as Archbishop of Moravia after his brother's death. St. Cyril and Methodius, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart for love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray that parishes placing communion at the center may increasingly become communities of faith, fraternity, and welcome toward those most in need. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Well, today is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's Day, everyone. My memories of this day growing up uh, usually involved my father bringing home a large bouquet of roses for my mother and putting them out on the the table. Uh, He'd usually do this at some point in the day, and that bouquet of roses would um, preside the the table at dinner. And uh, it was always very moving to see the love that my parents had for each other and how they would both struggle to keep their love fresh, struggling day in and day out to be faithful to each other. 
And of course, Valentine's Day was a good reminder of that with those roses. And that's what true love is all about. True love is a love that is faithful, a love that is, uh, that is selfless, that is generous. And of course, human love reflects divine love because you, Jesus, are, uh, are the divine love. You and the Father are one, and God is faithful to us. God is faithful to each one of us with an unconditional love. And so we can begin this time of prayer by turning to God and, and saying that we love him. Jesus, we love you. We want to be faithful to you. And we want to renew our love every day, not just on Valentine's Day, but every day, and especially in the Holy Mass. You know, today, February 14th, uh, was a very important day for St. Josemaria Escrivá, the founder of Opus Dei. And not so much for Valentine's Day. In fact, I'm not even sure if that holiday, holiday existed in Spain uh, back in his day. It was important for him not because it was Valentine's Day, but because it was the day that he began the apostolates of Opus Dei with women in the year 1930. And then in 1943, on that same day, he saw how to include diocesan priests in Opus Dei. So it was a very special day for him and for the whole work. And he considered these special lights from God, uh, in which really Opus Dei uh, came to its fullness, including both women and priests. He considered these caresses from Our Lady. And so he asked that every year on this feast day, we celebrate these anniversaries by invoking Our Lady as mother of fairest love. And that makes sense, because if on a day like today, we consider the beauty of human love, of married love, of, of romantic love. We also look to Our Lady's pure heart as the paradigm of a heart in love, of a human heart that has been elevated to the supernatural plane. Mary's immaculate heart, which is a flame in love for God. And when St. Josemaria considered Our Lady of Fairest Love, he often looked to that scene from the Gospel of Luke, where it describes Mary as pondering these things in her heart, right? how Mary would have reflected upon the events that took place, both with the incarnation of her son and then the adoration of the Magi, how she would have looked in awe at this event and, and pondered it in her heart. We we know how um, this, this pondering is a, is a form of prayer, right? It's a form of meditating, of turning things over in one's heart. And we know that, that, Mary, that Mary does this and that she teaches us how to do this. You know, there's a wonderful um, description of how Pope Benedict meditated on, on these words from Luke, that Mary turned these things over in her heart. He says, looking at that, but then also at the scene of the Annunciation, that Mary always did this. Every time something happened to her, her first reaction was to turn inward 
and to meditate on these things in her heart. Her reaction was to pray. We know that in the Annunciation, she hears the words of the angel Gabriel, and it says, she was greatly troubled at the saying and considered in her mind what sort of greeting this might be. And so Pope Benedict, based on that phrase from Luke, he says, at the Annunciation, on hearing the angel's words, Mary is distressed. It is the fear a person feels when moved by God's closeness, but not the attitude of someone who is afraid of what God might ask. Mary reflects. She ponders on the meaning of this greeting. The Greek word used in the gospel to define this reflection is dialogizeto, which calls to mind the etymology of the word dialogue. This means that Mary enters into a deep conversation with the word of God that has been announced to her. She, is, she does not consider it superficially, but she meditates on it. She lets it sink into her mind and her heart so as to understand what the Lord wants of her, the meaning of the, of the announcement. We find another hint of Mary's inner attitude to God's action, again in the Gospel of Luke, at the time of Jesus' birth, after the adoration of the shepherds. Luke affirms that Mary kept all of these things pondering them in her heart. In Greek, the term is symbolon. We could say that she kept together, she pieced together in her mind and in her heart all the events that were happening to her. She placed every individual element, every word, every event within the whole and confronted it, cherished it, recognizing that it all came from the will of God. Mary we can ask you in this time of prayer to teach us how you did this, how you would ponder everything that happened to you in your heart, turning inwardly and meditating. She is mother of fairest love because her heart is pure. It is fair. Her love is fair. It is beautiful. And this is only the result of her life of prayer, how she opens her heart to God, how she opens her heart to you, Jesus, so that you might enter into her heart and, and purify all of her thoughts, all of her desires, so that they be totally aligned with yours. Of course, Mary's is this way from the very beginning. Her heart is pure. What a beautiful title. Mary, mother of fairest love. And what a beautiful expression of that in her pondering. She pondered these things in her heart. Where does that title come from? Mother of fairest love. We know that in the book of Sirach from the Old Testament, uh, this is used, referring to wisdom. I am the mother of fair love, of reverence, of knowledge, and of holy hope. In me is all grace of the way and of the truth. In me is all hope of life and of virtue. Come over to me, all ye that de desire me, and be filled with my fruits. This can refer to Our Lady. It can refer to the gift of wisdom. And Mary seizes upon this gift of wisdom and she fills her heart with it, with these, with these beautiful fruits of, of wisdom of the Holy Spirit. And Jesus has given us his mother as our own to be our model of fairest love, of how to live with a pure heart. We can ask her that she might teach us to do this, especially in the way we live purity, in the way that we look at one another, in the way that we... Uh, desire one another with a pure heart husbands and wives may we not may may spouses not lust for one another
but to truly love one another with a pure heart. And again, we, we have uh, the same possibility as Mary does to uh, become people of fair love, where we can ask for that grace. This is from St. Josemaria. Mother of fair love, of that love that causes no embarrassment, that cleans and ennobles, that love which is the foundation of all great things, that love which draws us toward the heart of that good mother who knew how to be Mater Pucre Delexionis, Mother of Fairest Love. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. This is Daybreak. Celebrating the Apostles to the Slavs, St. Cyril and Methodius, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this liturgical day now as we join in prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to 
the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Bow down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Bow down down and and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your justice, set me free. Hear me and speedily rescue me. Be a rock of refuge for me, a mighty stronghold to save me. For you are my rock, my stronghold. For your name's sake, lead me and guide me. Release me from the snares they have hidden, for you are my refuge, Lord. Into your hands I commend my spirit. It is you who will redeem me, Lord. O God of truth, you detest those who worship false and empty gods. As for me, I trust in the Lord. Let me be glad and rejoice in your love. You who have seen my affliction, and taken heed of my soul's distress, have not handed me over to the enemy, but set my feet at large. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bow down down and hear me, Lord. Come to my rescue. Lord, Let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in distress. Tears have wasted my eyes, my throat, and my heart, for my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighs. 
Affliction has broken down my strength and my bones waste away. In the face of all my foes, I am a reproach, an object of scorn to my neighbors and of fear to my friends. Those who see me in the street run far away from me. I am like a dead man, forgotten, like a thing thrown away. I have heard the slander of the crowd. Fear is all around me as they plot together against me, as they plan to take my life. But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My life is in your hands. Deliver me from the hands of those who hate me. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your love. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, let the light of your countenance shine on your servant. Blessed be the Lord, for he has poured out his mercy upon me. Blessed be the Lord, for for he has poured out his mercy upon me. How great is the goodness, Lord, that you keep for those who fear you, that you show to those who trust you in the sight of men. You hide them in the shelter of your presence from the plotting of men. You keep them safe within your tent from disputing tongues. Blessed be the Lord, who has shown me the wonders of his love in a fortified city. I am far removed from your sight, I said in my alarm. Yet you heard the voice of my plea when I cried for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. He guards his faithful, but the Lord will repay to the full those who act with pride. Be strong. Let your heart take courage, all who hope in the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God of kindness and truth, you saved your chosen one, Jesus Christ, and you gave your martyr strength. Watch over your people who come to you here and strengthen the hearts of those who hope in you, that they may proclaim your saving acts of kindness in the eternal city. Blessed be the Lord, for for he has poured out his mercy upon me. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of Proverbs. My son, forget not my teaching. Keep in mind my commands. For many days and years of life and peace will they bring you. Let not kindness and fidelity leave you. Bind them around your neck. Then you will win favor and good esteem before God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. On your own intelligence rely not. In all your ways be mindful of him, and he will make straight 
your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. This will mean health for your flesh and vigor for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with first fruits of all your produce. Then will your barns be filled with grain, with new wine your vats will overflow. The discipline of the Lord, my son, disdain not, spurn not his reproof. For when the Lord loves, he reproves, and he chastises the son he favors. Happy the man who finds wisdom, the man who gains understanding. For her profit is better than profit in silver, and better than gold is her revenue. She is more precious than corals, and none of your choice possessions can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and her left are riches and honor. Her ways are pleasant ways, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who grasp her, and he is happy who holds her fast. The Lord by wisdom founded the earth, established the heavens by understanding. By his knowledge the depths break open and the clouds drop down dew. The Word of the Lord Do not resent the Lord's correction, and take no offense when he rebukes you. For For those whom he loves, the Lord reproves, just just as a father chastises a favorite son. God is treating you as his sons. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? For those whom he loves, the Lord reproves, just as a father chastises a favorite son. From an old Slavonic life of Constantine. Constantine, already burdened by many hardships, became ill. At one point during his extended illness, he experienced a vision of God and began to sing this verse. My spirit rejoiced and my heart exulted because they told me we shall go into the house of the Lord. Afterward, he remained dressed in the vestments that were to be venerated later and rejoiced for an entire day, saying, From now on, I am not the servant of the emperor or of any man on earth, but of Almighty God alone. Before I was dead, now I am alive and I shall live forever. Amen. The following day, he assumed the monastic habit and took the religious name Cyril. He lived the life of a monk for fifty days. When the time came for him to set out from this world to the peace of his heavenly homeland, he prayed to God with his hands outstretched and his eyes filled with tears. O Lord, my God, you have created the choirs of angels and spiritual powers. You have stretched forth the heavens and established the earth, creating all that exists from nothing. You hear those who obey your will and keep your commands in holy fear. 
Hear my prayer and protect your faithful people, for you have established me as their unsuitable and unworthy servant. Keep them free from harm and the worldly cunning of those who blaspheme you. Build up your church and gather all into unity. Make your people known for the unity and profession of their faith. Inspire the hearts of your people with your word and your teaching. You called us to preach the gospel of your Christ and to encourage them to lives and works pleasing to you. I now return to you, your people, your gift to me. Direct them with your powerful right hand and protect them under the shadow of your wings. May all praise and glorify your name, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Once he had exchanged the gift of peace with everyone, he said, Blessed be God, who did not hand us over to our invisible enemy, but freed us from his snare and delivered us from perdition. He then fell asleep in the Lord at the age of forty-two. The patriarch commanded all those in Rome, both the Greeks and Romans, to gather for his funeral. They were to chant over him together and carry candles. They were to celebrate his funeral as if he had been a pope. This they did. You spoke to your saints and told them, I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant. With, With my holy oil I have anointed him. The power of my hand will be with him. I will give you shepherds after my own heart. They will nourish you on knowledge and understanding. With my holy oil I have anointed him. The power of my hand will be with him. O God, who enlightened the Slavic peoples through the brothers St. Cyril and Methodius, grant that our hearts may grasp the words of your teaching and perfect us as a people of one accord in true faith and right confession. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Cyril and Methodius. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord talks about the leaven of the Pharisees and says to watch out for it. From the eighth chapter of the Gospel of Mark. Now they had forgotten to bring bread, and they had only one loaf with them in the boat. Take heed. Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. The disciples discussed it with one another. We have no bread. Why do you discuss the fact that you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive or understand? Are your hearts hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? And having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves, 
for the 5,000. How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? 12. And the seven for the 4,000. How many baskets full of broken pieces did you take up? Seven. Do you not yet understand? This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Well, Cyril and Methodius were called to evangelize the Slavic peoples, and we too have a baptismal responsibility to evangelize whenever, wherever we can. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 6, Special Feasts. St. Luke describes the first steps in the evangelization of Europe with this account of the travels of St. Paul and his company. Passing through Phrygia and the Galatian country, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in the province of Asia. And when they came to Mesia, they tried to get into Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus did not permit them. So passing by Mesia, they went down to Troas, and Paul had a vision one night. A Macedonian was standing, appealing to him and saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. As soon as he had the vision straightway, we made efforts to set out for Macedonia, being sure that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Two thousand years later, we should still be attuned to the Macedonians' call. Come and help us. It is unlikely that the Lord wants us to imitate St. Paul in the sense that he traveled throughout the known world of his time. We have to Christianize the world that we know in our ordinary lives. We have to bring faith and optimism to this world without becoming overwhelmed by the difficulties involved. If there are many obstacles, there will be abundant grace available. God himself will move the obstacles by using each one of us as his instruments. Let us take advantage of all the circumstances of life that come our way. The birth or death of a relative or friend, sickness, family celebrations. There are always opportunities to suggest to someone a good book that will bring them closer to God. We can also give a word of encouragement or counsel to someone who is going through a rough time. We can suggest that new homeowners have their house blessed. We can teach people to go to their guardian angels for help throughout the day. We can suggest that people hang images of Our Lady in the home to give honor to the Mother of God. These are some of the simple customs which Christians have practiced for many centuries. They are like the plasma which animates the life of faith. We need to make God a participant in the thousand little moments of ordinary life. This can be done by the way in which we offer up our work, the manner in which we take our vacations, how we choose to rest. The faith should penetrate all of our actions so as to enrich them and make them pleasing to God. We will find that this supernatural effort will help to make our activities more human. Pope John Paul II urged all Catholics to become aware of their baptismal responsibilities. This awareness will move us to make Christ known to others. If each and every Christian were to be wholly committed to the practice of the faith, it would not take long to change the world. We would make the world a more human place to live in. This is because we would recognize God's rightful place in our affairs. 
Let us begin with our own lives and the lives of those closest to us. Apostolate then becomes like the proverbial pebble dropped into the lake, which has a wider and wider ripple effect. Through the intercession of St. Cyril and Methodius, let us ask the Lord, open our hearts to understand your teaching and help us to become one in faith and praise. We turn with hope to Holy Mary, Regina Mundi. Let us ask her that the church be rejuvenated, that she be firmly united, that her faithful be renewed in desires for holiness and apostolate. We pray that Christ might reign in all hearts and in all human activities. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. It's available at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, and we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Like the deer that yearns for running streams, so my soul is yearning for you, my God. My soul is thirsting for God, the God of my life. When can I enter and see the face of God? My tears have become my bread, 
by night, by day, as I hear it said all the day long, Where is your God? These things will I remember as I pour out my soul, how I would lead the rejoicing crowd into the house of God, amid cries of gladness and thanksgiving, the throng wild with joy. Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. My soul is cast down within me as I think of you, from the country of Jordan and Mount Hermon, from the hill of Mizar. Deep is calling on deep, in the roar of waters. Your torrents and all your waves swept over me. By day the Lord will send his loving kindness. By night... I will sing to him, praise the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning, oppressed by the foe? With cries that pierce me to the heart, my enemies revile me, saying to me all the day long, Where is your God? Why are you cast down, my soul? Why groan within me? Hope in God. I will praise him still, my Savior and my God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father in heaven, When your strength takes possession of us, we no longer say, Why are you cast down, my soul? So now that the surging waves of our indignation have passed over us, let us feel the healing calm of your forgiveness. Inspire us to yearn for you always, like the deer for running streams, until you satisfy every longing in heaven. When will I come to the end of my pilgrimage and enter the presence of God? Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. Come to our aid, O God of the universe, and put all the nations in dread of you. Raise your hand against the heathen, that they may realize your power. As you have used us to show them your holiness, so now use them to show us your glory. Thus they will know, as you know, that there is no God but you. Give new signs and work new wonders. Show forth the splendor of your right hand and arm. Gather all the tribes of Jacob, that they may inherit the land as of old. Show mercy to the people called by your name, Israel, whom you named your firstborn. Take pity on your holy city, Jerusalem, your dwelling place. Fill Zion with your majesty, your temple with your glory. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. 
Lord, show us the radiance of your mercy. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The vaults of heaven ring with your praise, O Lord. The heavens proclaim the glory of God, and the firmament shows forth the work of his hands. Day unto day takes up the story, and night unto night makes known the message. No speech, no word, no voice is heard, yet their span extends through all the earth, their words to the utmost bounds of the world. There he has placed a tent for the sun. It comes forth like a bridegroom coming from his tent, rejoices like a champion to run its course. At the end of the sky is the rising of the sun. To the furthest end of the sky is its course. There is nothing concealed from its burning heat. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. To enlighten the world, Father, you sent to us your word as the Son of Truth, and justice shining upon mankind. Illumine our eyes that we may discern your glory in the many works of your hand. The The vaults of heaven heaven ring with with your praise, O Lord. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Holy and righteous in his sight, they serve the Lord all the days of their lives. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Holy and righteous in His sight, they serve the Lord all the days of their lives. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down His life for His sheep. Let us praise and thank Him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who enlightened the Slavic peoples through the brothers St. Cyril and Methodius, grant that our hearts may grasp the words of your teaching and perfect us as a people of one accord in true faith and right confession. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the app. Go out and make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.